are Locked On Brewers, your daily Milwaukee Brewers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, and welcome back to Lockdown Brewers, brought to you by the Lockdown Podcast Network, where we talk about your favorite teams every day. And thanks for making Lockdown Brewers your first listen of every day. We post episodes daily, five days a week, Monday through Friday, and we are free and available on all the platforms. And I am your host, Jake Mastriani. You can follow me on Twitter at shortstopball. Check out my bio there to see everywhere I am covering the great game of baseball. Also joining me is my co-host, Mini Retino. You can follow him on Twitter at Mini Retino. Also, make sure you follow the podcast on Twitter at Lockdown Brewers and subscribe to the Lockdown Brewers podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Before we get into today's episode, I'll remind you that it is brought to you by Spotify Green Room. Download the app now and join me the next time I go live to get in on the action. All right, on today's episode, we're going to be talking about the biggest needs for the Milwaukee Brewers going into the offseason is the areas that we believe they should be targeting the most uh, this offseason. Before we do that, I wanted to kind of just break down quickly who will most likely be back, and that'll kind of give us an indication of where the biggest needs and concerns are. So in the starting rotation, you have Brandon Woodruff, Corbin Burns, uh, Freddie Peralta, Eric Lauer, and Adrian Hauser. So there's already a nice, you know, five there. And the bullpen, it's Hayter, Williams, Suter, Cousins. Those are really your top guys coming back. So you can see the bullpen gets a little thin there. You got Narvaez, Telez, Wong, Adamas, Urias, Yelich, Kane, and then possibly Avicel Garcia and Jackie Bradley Jr. If you missed the podcast on Tuesday, I talked about impending free agents for the Brewers. So I talked a lot about Avicel Garcia and Jackie Bradley Jr., I think Avi might not be back unless the Brewers, you know, decide to give him an extension or just re-sign him. If he does elect free agency, Jackie Bradley Jr. will almost definitely be back. Um, and then on the bench, you got Luke Maley, your backup catcher right now, Daniel Vogelbach, Jace Peterson, Keston Hira, and Tyrone Taylor. So there's already a lot of spots filled. Uh, but definitely, I think there can be some improvements made there. You look at the postseason, how it went for the Brewers. There was a clear lack of offense, a lack of a big bat in the lineup. So I think that's something they definitely should be targeting this offseason. But we'll talk about that and their biggest concerns after the break. This episode is brought to you by our friends at Spotify Green Room. As I said at the top, Green Room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download, and once you're in, you can talk with me, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. Green Room is the perfect place to start or join conversations about the Milwaukee Brewers or whatever your favorite team is. You'll find fans just like you on Green Room for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and, of course, reacting to big news or rumors. You'll have a chance to chat with me and might even have a chance to be featured on the Lockdown Brewers podcast through our Green Room conversations. Go download the free Spotify Green Room app and now currently available on all iOS devices. Be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the group of your choice for the latest league updates. Follow me at shortstopball to be notified when my room goes live. All right, Benny. So I mentioned, you know, the players I think that are coming back. And again, not a ton of holes to fill, especially in the starting rotation side of things. But focusing on the offensive side, the lineup, again, I think, I think every position is potentially filled, 
I think you just have to start looking for upgrades. For me, it's the outfield. Um, you know, really center field and right field, you know, with Yelich obviously going to be holding down left field. And that's tough to say center field. I mean, I love Lorenzo Kane, but he's obviously up there in age and he's making really big money next year, making 18 million. Um, so, I mean, he's probably still going to be your center fielder, but I think at least in right field, especially if Avisel decides to um, back out of that mutual option of 12 million and go to free agency, I think that's where you could probably find your biggest bat to put in the lineup and perhaps hit a corner outfield spot, many. You know, who's really impressed me in that regard and a guy that I think the Brewers can perhaps add and it's surprising how good this guy played this year and how good of an outfield this guy played, but um, an Adam Duvall. Um, I know he's with the Braves currently, but um, you know, this guy, uh, you know, I don't know what you would have to pay him. Perhaps it would be big and perhaps it would be for a lot of years just because the last couple of years has kind of proven that he's back on the radar in terms of being a very productive major league player, but he brings a little bit of a little something extra to, um, you know, to that winning culture type uh, of an idea that the Brewers always look for when they're adding players. Um, I do agree with you. I do believe that Abby is going to be a free agent. Personally, I would not add him back. Um, I would let him go just for the dollars that he's going to command. Uh, that was a, it was a very nice value um, contract that they got from him and the value in the production that he put up um, versus what he was getting paid this year was a steal, uh, just flat out a steal. Um, but, um, I do think like a, like a, some sort of addition, like an Adam Duvall, I do like that name. Um, you know, something along the lines of even what the Red Sox added and, and Hunter Renfro, some, someone like that, they're going to have to unearth and, and get a lot of production from the corner outfield spot. I agree with you. I do think Tyrone Taylor is going to get a lot of opportunity next year to really establish himself as an everyday player. He's probably going to be the backup center fielder to Lorenzo Kane, um, but also play a corner. Um, but he'll be that backup option if Locaine does get hurt. I mean, I think at some point you just have to assume that Locaine will miss some time just because of the age. A healthy Locaine is a still a very good Locaine, very good center fielder. I can't believe that catch he almost made in the playoffs. So I do think he still brings a ton of value to the team. Uh, especially defensively. So um, I do agree with you, though. I think they're going to have to add one more of uh, like a power corner outfield type of bat. Yeah, and I like that Duvall name. I mean, 39 home runs this year, I believe. Um, even played some center field for the Braves, although I would not suggest doing that over a 162-game schedule. He's, he's a gold glover in a corner spot. He's really good defensively. But, yeah, I can definitely provide some power to the order. Probably, you know, a better version of Avicel Garcia. A little bit more power. Maybe not as much average, uh, but better defense as well. So, I like that name. Um, uh, here's my struggle with the center field thing. They're going to be paying Lorenzo Kane and Jackie Bradley Jr. almost a combined $30 million this year that's a lot of money wrapped up in two center fielders one of which is getting old and came like you said you know is probably going to miss significant time 
another in Jackie Bradley Jr. that didn't hit a lick this year, and you don't really know what you're going to get out of him. That's a tough situation for the Brewers, Vinny. You think they tried to move one of those contracts this offseason and make an upgrade in center field? <clears throat> Certainly an option. I mean, it would be a salary dump type of, a, of an idea with JBJ. Um, so I, it's tough for a team like the Brewers to eat that kind of dollars. Um, you could just option him and, and, and put him on, but I think he would become a free agent. I think he could choose to become a free agent. Gets kind of dicey with some of these rules. Um, um, so yeah, I mean, you're going to have to eat the salary and the roster space. Um, he's still productive in center field. Let's not forget that. I mean, but a, you know, a fourth or a fifth outfielder, um, for, for that kind of dollars, um, is not ideal. I, I can't, can't really see them. The idea of removing Jackie Bradley Jr. would be to then uh, free up the roster space. It wouldn't necessarily free up dollars. They're still going to end up paying him because it'll be a roster dump or a, a contract exchange of another dead contract from, um, you know, you saw the Rangers do that with Chris Davis. The Rangers and A's did that with Chris Davis and Elvis Andrews last year uh, or two years ago. So um, anyway, so I don't see that. I don't see that as likely happening. Yeah, no, I think you're right. I think the money is too much for really either of them. It, it would pretty much be a, a salary dump, like you said, and I don't know that a, a franchise like the Brewers could could take that on. Uh, I think most likely Lorenzo Kane is going to be your center fielder as long as he's healthy, and I'm, I'm okay with that. Um, I talked about it earlier in the year. I mean, if you're – if you're to the point now where you understand Lorenzo Kane is a good defensive center fielder and he's going to bat eighth in your lineup and get you some big key hits every now and then, then I think you're okay. I mean, that's a lot to pay for, you know, $18 million, but uh, still, I, I think, you know, Kane has some value, but like you said, you just know he's probably not going to play, you know, 140 games even. So, you know, you got to have that insurance. I guess Jackie Bradley is that insurance. That's just a lot of money tied up in those two guys, it doesn't give you a lot of flexibility. So again, I think right field or corner outfield spots, probably my number one, um, number one position of need uh, on the offensive side going into the off season. Also just put down a backup infielder um, for Luis Urias at third base. I mean, Urias was, was good. You know, I think he's deserved an opportunity to prove that he can be the everyday third baseman, but I still think you probably need, you know, somebody behind him. Um, you know, right now, I believe it's Jace Peterson. Um, so I wouldn't mind them getting another, you know, backup infielder, maybe even bringing Eduardo Escobar back, uh, switch hitter off the bench can play multiple positions. I wouldn't be opposed to that either, Vinny. I, I like I like Eduardo Escobar coming back. Just again, it depends on the dollars. I mean, he is he'll be. I think he's thirty three now, so he's going to be up there. Um, Jace Peterson, they have he's cheap and he was very productive. I think he's a lock. Um, so he'll he'll be in arbitration. He's probably going to make. I'm looking at SpotRack right now. dot com, and it looks like it's going to be one point two five for Jace. Um, I love him, <laughs> you know, the, the, the ability to just kind of do everything right and do it all a little bit above average. 
uh, especially the, the step he took with the bat this year. I think you'll continue to see that from him next year. I think you'll see similar production from him last year. I just and can, kind of really quick touching on Locate. I do think the injury is going to be the biggest risk uh, kind of to, to, you know, to Locate just in general. But he had a one, according to Fangraphs, he's 1.8 war last year. And that was missing all that time. He only had 200. And 86 plate appearances last year, only played 78 games in, in war as a counting stat. So it's, he, he was a very productive player um, in, in the limited time that he played. I do think you just kind of continue to limit his playing time, kind of, uh, kind of assume he'll, he'll play about a hundred games um, and, and you'll get production out of him both again, defensively and offensively, again, offensively, he's no slouch, right? I mean, he was a 700 OPS guy, not, not an $18 million type of an offensive player. I agree with that, but he still is productive when you look at the whole body of work between offense and defense. Yeah, you can definitely agree with that. Um, all right, we'll take another break, and then we'll come back and look at the pitching side of things and what needs or areas of needs the Brewers have there. show is also brought to you by our friends at Built Bar. If you're looking for a fantastic tasting protein bar, then look no further. Built Bar has a ton of flavors and a wide variety of flavors at that. It's not just your regular run-of-the-mill flavors. They have coconut flavors, almond toffee, peanut butter fudge, dark chocolate raspberry, a ton of really interesting, really cool flavors you don't normally get in protein bars, something that's going to give you a very unique taste, something that that tastes good, and they're not hard as a rock like a lot of the protein bars out there. How they soft and middle so it's very easy to chew and easy to get down. So whether you like to take them before a workout, after a workout, as a meal replacement in the morning, or whether it's a snack for you like they are for me, you can eat them anytime. They're packed with protein and not a lot of carbs involved. I can't tell you enough how good they are, especially for a protein bar. So go to BuiltBar.com today. Try a bunch of different flavors to figure out which ones are your favorites. Go to BuiltBar.com. Use our promo code LOCKEDON15 for 15% off your next order. Just go to BuiltBar.com today. Use the promo code LOCKEDON15. BetOnline is back and better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back on to start another football season. As always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this year. With a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, BetOnline.ag continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. That's a double your initial deposit just for signing up. Don't forget to use promo code NFL100 from football, baseball, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. All right, Benny, so going to the pitching side of things, like I said, I mean, the starting rotation, you know, looks really good going into the offseason. Obviously, you can never have too many starting pitchers. I think the biggest area of concern on the pitching side is the middle relief. You know, Boxberger's gone. Hunter Strickland's gone. Uh, Those two are very good for the Brewers this year. You still have Hayter, the best closer in all of baseball. Uh, Devin Williams will be back after breaking his hand. Um, But those, I mean, and you got Suter, obviously, but those are your, you know, really two or three guys I think you can depend on there. And depending on what they do with some of these young arms, like Ashby, I would assume is going to go back, you know, to a starter role. So for me, the, on the pitching side of things, the biggest area of need, Vinny, is finding some more back-end middle relief type guys in the bullpen. I mean, you got Jake Cousins as well, right? I mean, he was really productive this year. Um, 
you were you would hope a Gustave would kind of step up, um, whether or not he's even on the roster, um, you know, or if he gets DFA'd or something like that. We'll see. Um, Miguel Sanchez types. I mean, yeah, you need someone just a little bit uh, above that tier. Um, I would I would love to sign back Brad Boxberger. I mean, the guy's got a rubber arm. Um, he ran into a couple of issues later on in the year where he's kind of given up some homers. Again, I, I think it was the 14 pitch at bat that got him off track against Wilson Contreras. Crazy as that sounds, I think he's I think he's going to put up the exact same year that he did this year. Now, how much is that going to cost? Uh, the Brewers do a phenomenal job. Um, you know, David Stearns and, and Matt Ar- Arnold and, and their their whole team do a phenomenal job of kind of weighing the risks of of what Boxberger or, or if he's going to be able to the risk of if he's going to be able to repeat this year and then the money and they they just I'm sure it's thrown into eighty different formulas and it's all figured out by some people that are way smarter than I am but um, I think that he would be a really good addition to this team I really like Brad Boxberger it just oh, and he's a veteran presence as well for the young arms like a Devin Williams um, uh, that they have, and, and even a Jake Cousins that, he, that they're going to need out of the pen. Ashby probably goes into a starter role, and they're probably also, and I know you're probably going to get into this, I think they're going to need to add that sixth starter again just to kind of go with that six-man rotation. So Ashby will step in um, for – would he step in for that role? Yes, he would. Yes, he would. Right? Yeah, he would be the six. He would be the six starter. Now, if something happens where they get a little, um, you know, they may they may make a deal for one of the big three. Um, I'm I'm not speculating that. I'm just saying maybe they do something like that. I think they would have to sign another guy like Brett Anderson, but we'll see. Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of what I wanted to go to next. I mean, they could certainly make Aaron Ashby the sixth guy, I would not be surprised unless he just comes into spring training and is, you know, blowing people away, which he did this past spring training. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they start him in AAA and kind of just build him back up there before, you know, calling him up to become, you know, join the rotation or wait for an injury to happen there. Um, So that was going to be my other thing is, you know, them bringing in another veteran, you know, innings eater type guy, somebody like, Brett Anderson, I'm not saying Brett Anderson, but somebody, you know, of that ilk, you know, a, a veteran guy who, you know, is going to come out, you know, what he's going to give you, you know, give you good five innings and keep you in the game. Uh, I, I would not be opposed to doing something like that, to having somebody like that, you know, that's not going to cost you a ton this offseason, somebody that can be a, a good role model for the, the young starters, somebody that's going to come out and, and give you some innings, Vinny. Yeah, 100% agree because, look, at, at the end of the day, uh, Brett Anderson was a very valuable piece to this team. He, he was about middle of the road in terms of production um, for um, the Brewers this year. I mean, he, it, it, in terms of when comparing him against the rest of the league, right, starting pitchers in the rest of the league, he was about middle of the road in terms of production, which is surprising. Um, but he did a really good job. He's kind of an old school guy that kept the ball off the barrel, sinker slider, doesn't throw real hard, commanded the baseball. I think you got to pick the right one of these guys. Fred Anderson was the right pick. Um, I, I think I would probably look elsewhere 
Um, I would look to maybe add him again, but just the injury and, you know, just not being reliable uh, in terms of him taking the ball and some of the lower leg injuries were kind of weird, to be honest with you. So that's a little bit scary, but um, I would definitely look to add one of these, one of those types of guys they are cheap, right? Those guys are super cheap. Um, so we'll see. Right. Uh, but I agree. I think you do want to add one of those guys. That's a really interesting thought about Ashby. I think maybe they'll try to manipulate the service time a little bit as well. Um, rightfully so. I mean, that's part of the rules. Um, I think that they may keep them down in AAA before they bring him up, but, uh, yeah. Um, you know, even a J half, I don't know, maybe that guy is a bounce back guy. Not sure. I know he did not have a great year, but someone in that category um, where I think maybe Chris Hook can maybe wrap his arms around some of, one of these guys and really help them uh, like he has done with the entire pitching staff. Yeah, we're talking about somebody, you know, $5 million or less. They paid Brett Anderson $2.5 million last year, and I think he was definitely worth that money. So, you know, that's kind of where I'm thinking of because, like you said, you could have Aaron Ashby ready to join the rotation this year. You could have Ethan Small ready to join the rotation this year. So they have some depth there, but it just never hurts to have, you know, a veteran guy around on a on a small deal as kind of insurance there. So I wouldn't be opposed to that happening this offseason as well. But, I mean, Vinny, just looking, you know, at the roster again, I went over the positions that are coming back. I mean, the Brewers could – really go into next year with what they have. And I think they would be really good. It's all just going to be dependent on how much the front office is willing to spend this year, how much of a risk they're willing to take to, you know, make some improvements um, specifically to the lineup. Again, we saw the offense, you know, really struggled uh, against good pitching in the postseason. So I think you kind of want to try to address that this off season, but uh, I mean, this team's in really good shape. We talked about it after the NLDS. I mean, this team's going to be good for a while. You know, they don't really have to do much this offseason or to be contenders next year. It's just how aggressive are they going to be this offseason, Vinny? I think that's the thing to watch. But uh, any other holes, anything that you're looking for them to address this offseason that we didn't talk about? Nothing we didn't talk about, but it's going to be really interesting because I think <laughs> I just have a feeling that the uh, – Stern, uh, David Stearns and Matt Arnold in their team is going to do something that's going to kind of be surprising to us. I, I don't know what, I just feel it coming just because this is what, this is how they think. They think, okay, we are, we do have a window to win and we can, we can go out there and we can do exactly what we've done and maybe try and add a bat in the off season or maybe add one mid season, just like they did with Willie Adamas and Rowdy Tellez. But they're going to be looking out even further and looking to extend their window even further, adding maybe additional prospects in the minor leagues that are kind of ready or close to ready. Um, and maybe parting with a very valuable piece that is part of this group right now. We, you know, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm just, it's going to be fun to kind of follow this club and follow what happens, especially with this free agent class this year with some of the, the names that are on this list and just what the rest of the league is going to do and how the Brewers react. I think it's going to be a fun offseason, um, but I think we covered it pretty much with their needs for next year. Um, but it's going to be interesting. It's going to go in a different direction. I can almost guarantee it. 
Yeah, no, it should be should be a fun offseason. Like you said, their window of contention is right now. So we'll see how aggressive the front office wants to be. I think at the very least, I think they need to get another power bat for the middle of the order, you know, most likely at a corner outfield spot. But Stearns has shown that he'll get that position or he'll get that player no matter the position and they'll figure it out. Uh, and then just working on, you know, the bullpen, which, you know, most teams work on every offseason, you know, finding somebody, if not Boxberger, somebody to replace that role you know, in the seventh, sixth, seventh innings. Those are probably my two biggest areas of need. Uh, and then just looking for you know, a veteran innings in or eight, innings eater and then somebody to back up on the infield for the bench. Those are my biggest holes that I would like to see the team fill this offseason. Like I said, already a really good foundation, so not a ton of work to do, but we'll see how creative the front office wants to get this offseason. Should be a lot of fun to watch, as Vinny alluded to. But that will do it for this episode of Lockdown Brewers. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Lockdown Brewers. Follow me at Shortstop Ball and follow Vinny at Vinny Rotino. Also, make sure that you rate, review, and subscribe to the Lockdown Brewers podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And we will talk to you next time. You are Locked On Brewers, your daily Milwaukee Brewers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.